This is the show, Procrastination Pals. We talk about who's what, when's, why's, and how's. Two best friends with solid gold hearts. We record our thoughts, observations, and farts. I'll get around to the backing track later. Procrastination Pals. Yes, welcome to Procrastination Pals with uh, me, the grand cosmic architect of procrastination, Dan Morganti. And me, Josh. Cool. So let's get into it. This week we are talking about podcasts uh, and things that we uh, procrastinate with podcast-wise. This podcast in particular and also procrastinating while doing this podcast. Um, But before we start, uh, how has your week in procrastination been, Josh? Um, Very solid week of procrastination. I uh, Honestly, my uh, ability and um, patience with work is so low. I work a couple of really long shifts and it's hot in Melbourne right now. It's sort of our first heat wave, I think, of 30, 30 odd degree days that have sort of just, I'm buggered, really, really tired. So I work a couple of days, one long shift, and then I spend two days of just trying not to be in the heat. So um, fat and lazy. That's That's been my, just like eat and sit on my ass. Really, that's been about it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I've started picking up a bit of work again as well. So, I now have like four jobs, I guess. Overachiever uh, for a procrastinator? Yeah. And I don't want to do any of them. <laughs> so I, <laughs> On the, the hunt for another one. Yeah. At the moment, I'm uh, looking... Yeah, I've applied for a few jobs, but I'm working for Melbourne Park as a general operator, which just means like putting out chairs and building stages and any other kind of low maintenance work around the Melbourne Olympic Park precinct being Rod Laver Arena. Uh, now John Kane Arena, no longer Hisense Arena. They lost the sponsorship there. Michael Kane Arena? John Kane. Oh. Who's Michael? Oh. <laughs> Michael Kane. <laughs> Welcome to Michael Kane Arena. Arena. Michael Kane Arena. I'm, Neither of us are very good at that. No. <laughs> so it just clicked in my mind. I was like, I went to give it a crack and thought, eh, I really shouldn't go for this. I feel like I got the cadence right, but the tone and everything else is is off. Yeah, I've been I've been meaning to work on that. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I've been procrastinating at work. The other day, I just I'm back to going to the toilet just to be on my phone for mm-hmm. ten minutes, which is just the worst feeling. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, are you actually pooping or just having to sit down? Just having to sit down. Yeah, that's fine, I I've, think. I've done it before. But how bleak is it in this day and age that you... Have that's to hide where people shit. Yeah, just to get away from someone looking at you for 10 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been playing video games and I procrastinated editing this podcast. So the last two episodes, mm-hmm. I had them on my computer for about a week and a half. And they weren't getting any better. No, they were definitely well. Unfortunately, not. No, not at all. So I, I've done them now, but it was definitely a long time coming. <laughs> um, also, like this is a a bit of inside baseball. I hope I don't ruin the the quality of this audio by telling you about it, because every time I listen back, I'm like, I got to get some foam balls for these microphones because there's a lot of plosives, a lot of popping. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to use my P's, but they're very they're very obvious when I when I listen back. Yeah, and I do remember probably around episode two where you mentioned this. Yeah. And I got out some of my fluffy explorer socks and we and we gave that a crack. Don't know if it helped or not. I think it helped. Yeah, I don't know why we haven't done it since. 
Probably because we were expecting you to fix it. Yeah. And uh, surprise, surprise, I only just have uh, eight episodes later. I bought some foam balls, $4, multiple colors. Uh, Where are they? They're on their way. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I bought them off wish.com. So oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen wish.com. I've seen ads uh-huh. for it. They have some of the most fucked up stuff I've ever seen. Like I saw one. I would say inventive. Invent- this one that I'm thinking of, particularly inventive, a dildo, but it has a fake vagina in the back of it. So it's like sliding. You wear it. It's like sliding on a penis extension, I guess. Interesting. But feels like a f- pocket pussy as it's, well. It's so strange how like, I think Wish has a lot of those ones where it's like, oh, here's a nifty little kitchen gadget that you can use to hold your sponges, keep them dry, stop mold, yada, yada. Here's a dildo with a pussy in the back of it. And it's there's no, no in between. It's no. just like bang, bing, bang, boom, smack. And then you just get hit with them. I remember seeing like little dick cages, like those... Um, yeah, I've seen know, BDSM those. BDSM dick cages next to like USB key ring. And just thought, where am I getting that algorithm sent towards me? And also, what's the connection between those things? And they were both only about three bucks. <laughs> so I got them both. That's a cheap... It was great. That's some cheap BDSM gear right there. Yeah, I feel like you'd break out of it. Pro- yeah, probably break out of the first bony you get. I mean, that's a flex. <laughs> That it feels literally good. and figurative. Check out this little dick cage I got on. I break out of it like you're the Hulk. Yeah, still so. disappointing sexually. Well, after this delightful chat, how do you think that the podcast is going so far? I mean, this is ten episodes in. Haven't released it to the public yet. No, and also no idea. Still no idea what I'm doing or what we're doing. Um, I've enjoyed it very much. I think. Look, and particularly. Um, Amidst 2020, we've had this to look forward to. We started this before uh, the pandemic lockdown, um, and I did miss it during lockdown, and and very much look forward to come back, coming back to it. Um, I don't know how good it is. I don't know if it's. I don't know. And look, you, you, when you pitched it to me, I was just excited to give it a crack. But you are also the more proficient and invested into this format of entertainment like you have experience in radio you have experience in media um mine is limited to um sort of the acting and film world but um it's been great i think not only for our friendship just to have a conversation that is direct and um considered like for us to come up with whatever subject we come up with that week and then to catch up and rather than you know if you haven't seen a mate in a while you catch up and you sort of go through the motions of, oh, what's going on? How are you? Da-da-da. And it, it's a little bit meandering. But to actually sit down and go, right, we're going to chat for 30 minutes to an hour and we're going to talk about this and just allow ourselves to not only explore that idea but kind of force ourselves to really delve a little deeper than we would probably usually. Um, so, again, it might be shit. I have no idea. When I've listened back to some, I uh, genuinely despise myself. But um, maybe someone else says something else in our value and I think yeah look man it's been great fun and if you're listening to this let us know um, we're not going to give you any of our details right now that's uh, upcoming in the future Daniel's number is zero four. don't do that um, yeah but if you're uh, really into this podcast you want to let us know ways to improve it find us somehow on Facebook or whatever because nothing aids a procrastinator like small barriers for entry. So, <laughs> so we're not, we're not uh, anticipating that any of you will contact us uh, right yet. 
But uh, feel free to chew us out on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. Bring yeah. it on. Uh, so, yeah, like I feel like we're doing a good job. Like for me, this was a, a proof of concept podcast. So I wanted to show that I could come up with a, a theme, uh, execute episodes, uh, develop, produce, um, edit all that, do all the stuff that a podcast needs to uh, survive. And, and you've been a wonderful engine. And yeah, pu- putting it together. So and I, th- originally I thought, what's like just a basic idea where I can come in and just talk to a friend, and get stuff down, to that's recordable, and I feel feel like we've got a good rapport and we're entertaining. Well, I'm entertained by us, so yeah, I think <laughs> we may be the only ones, but yeah, I, yeah I've certainly have time, enjoyed. Myself. Time will tell. Uh, so I think yeah for. And it's been good to just accomplish something during the year 2020 as well, seeing as not much else has been going on. Um, yeah, I just uh, I feel like we're we're accomplishing something by doing this, which I'm happy with. And look, if this if this does pick up an audience, that's that's great. But if it doesn't, also great. Um, I'm just happy to make something and it has it a personal there. value. Yeah, and a professional. Like I'll use it as a, a resume builder. Like I'll look at this show that I executed on and developed and. Um, just maybe you know, trim the fat a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Because uh, so, we are carrying some love handles in this series, I would think. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, listening back to the first episode to, like, the last episode, the ninth episode, we've, we improved so much from there. Like, we did podcasts at the start as well that I didn't even bother to edit. I'm like, this is straight garbage. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, we're, we're already developing as presenters as well, I think, which is really good. Um. I mean, yeah, let's uh, enough about this podcast in particular. Getting all meta and shit, talking about the podcast while we're while you're listening to the podcast. Love some Metamucil. Yeah. Uh, oh, have you ever used Metamucil? A couple of times. It is fantastic. Yeah, well, I, for, for people who are a bit stocked up and need a little bit more motion in the ocean, mm. I've, I've heard it. I've heard good things. Yeah, I've felt good things. It's, <laughs> yeah, gets things moving. Yeah, I'm pretty greasy downstairs, so I haven't had to use it too much, but I've definitely given it a try. That is the most horrific way I've ever heard someone's regularity described. Oh, regularity. Is that what it's called? Okay. Gre- greasy anus. I'm gonna, it slides right out. Yeah. Barely even feel it. Yeah. Uh, for me, I definitely feel it. <laughs> so, <laughs> one <meta>, of the. <laughs> Metamucil all the way. Yeah, I was going. I was going to bring up hemorrhoids, but I don't know if that's appropriate. But I, like, I have now had hem- like well, my first why hemorrhoid. Would it be hey, yeah. Uh, well, oh, you- I think the first person I ever knew to have a hemorrhoid was you. Yeah. Oh, At yeah. about what year? Sixteen. No, I was like nineteen. The- I think nineteen. Okay. Still too young to be having hemorrhoids. Yeah, but I just remember it and being like, "Whoa, man!" Like, kind of shook by it. And then, just it's, it's such a bizarre feeling, and to not know what it feels like. But now I know, it's su- it's just such an odd. It's itchy feeling. Right? It's it's itchy. And just like feels firm, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like, and even trying to, you know, I'd heard that if you push them back up, that helps. So, you know, ended up trying to push it back up, didn't help. I just ended Did up, up? finger in my butt. Um, yeah, yeah, but I was also probably around, I don't know, I don't know how old I was, but um, w- wasn't yet game to really go knuckle deep on trying to. Send a send a poplar back home. Get a hard lump stuck back up your arm. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll get to that point, but not there yet. Yeah, cool. Well, that went a little off course, but yeah, we're talking anyway, about podcasts. Hey, no, it just uh, came up. So, so what? Like, uh, how have you procrastinated with podcasts? Uh, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Oh man, <clears throat> to be honest, I actually like I have classically been more of just 
a music, movies, or audiobook kind of guy. I, I do think I missed um, the revolution of podcasts a little bit. And now with... Um, now you're riding the train, baby. Oh, mate, now I'm all aboard. But, you know, and, and also keep on listening to us, but pretty oversaturated. Yeah. There's a shitload out there. Mm. And it is a little daunting, I think, for, for someone who, again, wasn't necessarily that driven to it or interested. You know, dip the toe, a few ones here and there, tried to go through, um, even just going onto the uh, the podcast app and then being like, it's it's not a great search engine and it's it's a little difficult to navigate for, for me it was trying to just find something interesting i do think word of mouth is probably the best vehicle for discovering new podcasts yeah i hate looking at the top 10 and like i, I don't like any of these like the comedy ones especially i listen to a lot of comedy podcasts uh like your mum's house with christina Piz- i do christina. enjoy that Pajitsky and Tom Segura, which are American comedians, mm-hmm. but they're they're in like the the golden triangle of podcasts, which is like Joe, LA scene. Yeah, Joe Rogan right at the top, and then like Bert Kreischer, Theo Vaughn, uh, uh, Bobby Lee, Bobby Lee. Um, what's Whiskey Ginger's name? What's his name? I was about to say the redhead one. Yeah, uh, uh, Andrew Santino. Andrew Santino. Cheeto Santino. You. Yeah, like all those podcasts. Uh, all very similar. They all like they're very incestuous. They all have the same guests because yeah. like a comedian comes into town and then does just pops like, all the way through the six pod, the six most most popular podcasts. Um, so yeah, I'm really into those ones. I'm into a few Australian ones. Uh, the Little Dum Dum Club in particular, uh, which is two not dissimilar to this two Australian comedians, but they have guests. Uh, and they're actual comedians. Yeah. Although I did start doing stand up comedy again, and um really getting into it again Heck uh, yeah so hopefully i don't procrastinate look here's the thing i really want to be a stand-up comedian uh but i procrastinated on it until uh well now, now. um so i'm like working towards it i'm recording myself when i get up on stage now i'm actually like contacting open mics trying to get on just doing doing a bit more of the groundwork and preparation that i think would have been lacking at the beginning yeah absolutely and I know this is called procrastination powers because we are both terrible procrastinators, but it's also like, because I'm thinking about procrastination a lot more. We're trying to grow, man. Yeah, that's it. Like, because I'm thinking about it a lot more because we're doing this podcast, I feel like where I'm procrastinating less or I'm at least aware of it when I'm doing it and like tr- making steps to to go beyond And also it's not my comfort. Look, as much as it's self-aware that we both know that we procrastinate, it's not much of a feather in the cap. No. It's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it has fucked up some parts of my life just because I put shit off. It's a, it's a shit thing to be. But that's, again, I think that's probably the, the purpose of this podcast, you know, ironically, is to change that behavior in ourselves anyway. Yeah. And, you know, it, it'll still be, you know, I, I think I am a, uh, at heart, just a naturally lazy person. Um, but I want to change that. And again, like, like doing something like this is just self-reflection and being like, okay, no, well, we're doing something to change that. And I would encourage everybody at home to, to use this podcast as the same thing. You know, allow it to be a thing of, okay, I'm not alone when I sort of put things off or I'm a bit flaky for this amount of time. But also, you know, the, the cost of that is just shit. It's just bad to let yourself down and not only that, but you let other people down through doing it as well. Not to say that we have bad lives. Like I'm, <coughs> not at all. No, I'm no, very not comfortable at all. in my life, but I know that I could 
things could be better for me. Like in, instead of having these four jobs that I don't give a fuck about, it'd be nice to work on podcasts for a living and do stand-up comedy, like stuff that I'm actually interested in doing. And it'd be nice to make a living off that. And I'm, like, I don't mean an exorbitant amount of money, like the same money I'm earning now, just doing what I actually want to do. Just by diverting that energy. Mm. So I'd like learned a lot. And also I've, I've been thinking a lot about, about doing work and like working and, the difference between procrastinating and hating work because we've got it mm-hmm. uh, like the US is the most overworked country in the world. I was watching a, a YouTube video on this the other day about the amount of hours Reliable they work. Source. Yes. And the amount of holidays they take and they're, they're by far like the most overworked people Just in the world. live to work. Yeah. And it's a mentality and a culture, which I think also extends to Australia and it is growing because Australia, I think on the world scene is seen as a bit of a, the larrikin, you know? Layabouts, mate. Yeah. We, we like going to the beach and, and we're pretty relaxed. But I think as time goes on, we're becoming more and more stressed, more and more devoted to our jobs. And I was like, going to say, but it seems to be working for the US. They all see them so happy. Yeah, absolutely. They're all uh, healthy, happy, appropriate weight Um. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh, like even for me just the idea like a couple of americans i've seen in social circles uh particularly if it's you know professional social circles instead of asking like just on introduction like they kind of lead with their name and their occupation it's like why is that a part of this like if i meet someone just like hey mate i'm josh but i've met a lot of people um, like Americans in particular that, that sort of just go down to um, hi Gregory Matthews uh, director of photography or Gregory Matthews I'm working in economics at the moment is Gregory Matthews a real person? no that just came up ah okay I did know a guy Matthew Gregory there so we <laughs> 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 went to high school with yeah. I just realised I just flipped his name <laughs> shout out to Matt Gregory <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely like the I just, I'm not living to work. And even if I do become successful at podcasting and comedy, I don't think I'm going to work much more than I do now. You know, yeah. I, I was before this and during this, um, I still work as an event rigger. So climbing stages and hang stuff. But at the most, I was doing 30 hours a week on average. There were weeks where I did like 60 hours or uh, that's about as much as I did. But on average, about 30 hours a week, which... I'm very comfortable with that. Like, I didn't need to work 40 hours. I would have liked the money, but uh, the 30 hours was fine. I was happy to not to not work. And um, realizing that about myself is that I don't need to push myself so hard just as long as when I do push myself, it's for things that I want to achieve. And Yeah, and also I think it's it's about being pretty relaxed in it. Like, like Again, as much as we're trying to, as I've just said, like change our minds to be like, okay, more goal-driven, more aware of sort of what I'm doing and, and where my time is being spent and also the value of that time. But I'm still, yeah, we make a joke about it that Australians are changing, but I'm still pretty fucking laid back. Like, like I don't need crazy amounts of success to make me feel better about myself. If I could just be engaged in the stuff that I like um, on a regular basis and you know, ideally have some cash out of that, I'm happy, man. Like, I I don't need that upper echelon of of success or perceived success, you know, as people as a society look at like, oh, well, you know, that's impressive. Well, that'd be great. I still, I I, I just, I don't need it. And and I'm not, I'm not driven towards that. Mm. Yeah. It's like looking. Slacker. It's like looking at uh, 
through someone else's eyes at your own life. Like, I don't need to do it's that. Pointless. I don't need it. Yeah, just look at look at my life and what I'm happy to achieve. The yeah, we're, so, we're borderline sociopaths. Fuck all y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come at, come at us on the internet. Yeah, if you can find us, <laughs> yeah, well, we're not that hard to find. Okay, really. Daniel's number is oh four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So like, I hope to have a few more podcasts. I got a couple of more ideas for some podcasts. I won't say them now, just in case any uh, people with similar ideas. Get uh, Ooh. you know sneaky. I was gonna say thieves get, out get there. An idea, get any cheeky ideas, but it'd be like, well, they they are they're taking my idea. Yeah. So theft. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a few more ideas for podcasts that I will be doing in the future. I've thought about starting a podcast company and mm-hmm. doing this like so, being the the tech on other people's podcasts when they have an idea and such, uh, and putting all my shows under my own banner. And then looking for advertisers myself, but that seems like the worst way to spend my time. I don't think I'd be very good at it, and mm-hmm. I don't. Um, it took you twenty minutes to set up the mics today. Yeah, that's true, and you'll probably hear some buzzing in this episode. One of the chords is playing up, and it was very frustrating. And yeah, I actually filmed you as you were doing it. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Just for my private library. Yeah. Is it just me going, fucking piece of shit? Pretty much. (laughs) It's just the, again, uh, uh, you look like you were hunting for ghosts in my room, just trying to find the buzz. (laughs) I was just like, where is it? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to jump scare you. So uh, not only uh, am I a procrastinator, just not a very good audio tech either. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to change that, aren't we? Hey, practice, practice, practice. Yeah. So I'm happy we're heading towards that. Um, Yeah. So is there any other... Uh, podcast things that you're well, again, uh, interested uh, in? Well, look, um, as I and said... before you answer that question, I'm going to pause and go for PP. Hey, me too. Ah. Ooh, little shiver too. Sweet relief. Actually, this morning, I did possibly the longest piss I've ever done in my life. It's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I woke up, I was still half asleep, so when I was in the toilet, I don't know what I was thinking about, but... Give me a time frame here real quick. Oh, a minute 30. Shit. Like a long time. and the, But the thing is, I'm like, I was half asleep, so I, I, that may not be accurate, but it was like, it was long. I, it wasn't until I got in the bathroom, I was like, Jesus Christ, that was a long piss. Like Long enough for you to come to, and did, and did you go the, the, the really macho thing just straight into the water, or do you aim for the bowl? I'm going to aim for the bowl, keep it quiet for the people in the house. Uh, yeah, a pee, lo- like a pee, when it gets to that length, just straight for the middle. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah, you want to assert dominance. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, this is a long piss. <laughs> yeah. My brother used to do it all the time. It, like every morning, we'd wake up. He used to drink a lot of Coca Cola. I think that's what had something to do with it. Right. Um, but just Lauren wasn't home, so I was just, um, I wasn't anything. I think my eyes were closed. Like I was ser- seriously standing there with my eyes still closed and I was groggy. Um, and then when it got to your ankles, you thought, geez, this has been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Filled the bowl. Uh, yeah. So we'll continue with our conversation of what you want from podcasting and what... Oh, well, anything. the stuff I'm interested in, I'll hark back to saying uh, I don't engage with it that much. I am more audiobook, music, and film-oriented. Um, but I... Yeah, give me give me some of that word-of-mouth action. Like, like I need suggestions. If I, if, like, I think the ones that I would be interested in... I remember the first one that I ever listened to, and it's obviously very famous, but it was Shit Town USA. Ah, uh, S-Town, yes. which was a great... That's one of my Great favorite podcasts podcast. of all it's, time. It's, it's amazing. I cried like a bitch right at the end. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. So sad. But also, it was just like intriguing. And it wasn't just... I think I, I do like more um, 
sort of narrative based journalism within a podcast, which which is what I would consider S Town. Um, it allows you to sort of develop with the characters, um, uh, engage with them, and invest a little bit of emotion. And also, it was just really good storytelling um, on a production level. Um, you know, ones that set the scene. Like, I, I'm happy for just like a couple of talking heads kind of vibe. Like, I do like Bad Friends, uh, Bobby Lee and Santino. Um, I do watch that semi-regularly and Your Mum's House. I, I don't know if I want to check out one of their live shows because they just sound so fucked up. The Your Mum's House ones? Yeah, where they, yeah, they just show like the hard R um, heavy stuff. And yeah. I, the, the reaction is people vomiting. I'm, I'm not. I don't really have like morbid fascination with that kind of shit. I remember like a lot of that kind of stuff when I was 16, 17, Disturbing, 18. Yeah. People would show, like send you messages of like. I remember seeing a beheading, like yep. a, a terrorist beheading. I remember uh, that in high school. That that was the first one that I was like, felt like primarily ill to my stomach. I was like, okay, we shouldn't. People don't have to see this, and like, like weird, I've got, and I've got no interest in seeing people just like, fuck themselves up or other people up. Weird porn ones as well. Like I saw a video of a, I don't know when it was set in the eighties or nineties, or not set. It was in the eighties or nineties, <laughs> and this guy's like going into this woman, like dicks going into her butthole, mm -hmm. but he's coming right out and she's gaping, and he's just like putting it in, pulling it out, putting it in, pulling it, and then you just see this fly start buzzing around and oh. starts like buzzing around her butthole and then finally lands on her butthole and the guy jabs oh! his dick in <laughs> and you just hear him go, got him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, that's innocent enough. That, that, it's, it's, still, it's, 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 it's still gross. gross. It's super gross. And I'm not, you know, but that's in the scheme of things and what it sounds like they, they show on your mom's house. That sounds innocent. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I don't want to watch that, but it's funny. But when it just becomes like a bit too violent and a bit too um, grotty, they show they showcase a lot of mental illness as well. Like and that's yeah. And sometimes that is a bit troubling for me. I don't like it. That's not really the part of the show that I enjoy. I understand that they view it just as a joke, and they have no, you know, they maintain not having those boundaries. Um, and they, and they don't they don't seem to make like. In intentionally and pointedly make fun of people with disabilities, but they do um, showcase videos that people with mental disabilities have made, mm. and and it's just like, uh, yeah, it doesn't, make, it, yeah, that shit doesn't really make me laugh. But their conversations and when they're just talking about other stuff, um, I do find pretty funny. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, uh, basically, suggestions. What would you suggest for me uh, on that level? Joe Malcolm Gladwell. Nope. Author? You know, you never heard of Mel? You know the Ten Thousand Hours. If you do Ten Thousand Hours, yeah. You, yeah. So he was the guy who came up with that. I'm useless. I will say I'm useless with um, authors and directors' names. Okay. I just they just don't. Stick okay. Out. Well, that that's probably his like most famous idea. Like everyone knows that. I know um, the book. Yeah. But he's an author. He was a New York Times journalist for like a decade or something. I don't know. Uh, but excuse me. He has a podcast called Revisionist History. Mm-hmm. And he goes back and looks at things in time. Uh, so one example is McDonald's used to use beef tallow to uh, cook their French fries, which is like beef fat, it's rendered beef fat, okay. and it cooks the fries. And sounds pretty yum. They in the nineties, I think it was. This man had a heart attack, but he was a heavy user of McDonald's. Sued McDonald's for his heart condition, or you know, ch uh, 
challenged them to change the recipe of their oil. So it was. I'm sure if it was American, I'm sure it was suing. Yeah. Uh, so America changed it. They changed it globally, so it's no longer beef tallow anywhere. Uh, but there's been many more problems with the canola oil they use now, or the you know vegetable oil they really? use now, because the beef tallow apparently the best fries you've ever had in your life. Like I, it makes I would the fries so. taste way better. But the vegetable oil, uh, it doesn't taste as good, but also coats the entire restaurant in oil, like in the, the oil as it, burns. Does it evaporate on any level? It like evaporates, but then like there's just uh, particles in the air and it settles mm. in the restaurant and uh, like all over everything. And apparently there's just been a cases big of- oily cave. Mm, and uh, like a spontaneous combustion, like the uniforms have gone out to be washed and they've been stacked in the back of a truck. And as they're getting stacked, I guess uh, static electricity was building up or something and it ignited Holy shit. It ignited uniforms covered in canola oil. And That's kind of fucking cool. Yeah. So the, there's many more problems with canola. And also there's like uh, studies to say that beetle is actually better for you just because it's a, a animal fat and we've been digesting animal fat for generations and vegetable oils is like highly produced. Yeah. Uh, like highly, um, what do they call it? Why can I think of the word? Refined, unrefined. No, what's that plastic cheese? What do you call that? Like Processed. Processed. It's been highly processed, yeah. That's the word. I was just having stabs in the dark with refined, unrefined. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about here, man. But. Yeah, it's, it's highly protest, processed uh, vegetable elements. So it's just not as good for you, uh, apparently. So he does an episode on that, um, but also like on uh, like rethinking the way we see uh, racism or like, uh, priest, police brutality, cool. and he d- and he does it in very thoughtful and convincing ways. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's one of the best podcasts. Uh, and so that sounds like something I would, I would be looking for. Oh, but again, it's so it, difficult to be scrolling through a podcast page and tr- you know, literally judging books by their covers and trying to just be like, I don't know which one's worthwhile. I don't know, you know, like even if a first episode's a bit off, like I know that ours will be. It's like, well, which ones are worth? giving that time and which ones are, are, are going to sort of fulfill me in some way. Mm. Even if it is just entertainment, you know. Like well, these ones, are, there's a, he does a, so every year is a new season, but there's only something like 15, 20 episodes a year maybe. Mm. And they're all really well produced, really well edited, uh, fantastic. He's um, a pro. Yeah, they're, they're, it's one of the best podcasts around. And then there's stuff like 99% Invisible, which is a guy named Roman Mars who's from Oakland. And he's this smooth talking guy who, like, he's got one of the best voices I've ever heard. Like, hi, I'm Roman Mars. I'm like, oh, Roman. <coughs> you got me going, Roman. Got me going, Roman. Uh, so that's another good one. Uh, kind of similar concept. It's like looking at the 99% of design that goes unnoticed, but is. Uh, um, a part of our With everyday life. transfer. Uh, not not so not much. So I, much. I, it's it's a little bit more uh, uh, optimistic than grown transfer. Okay. Grown transfers, you know, pretty uh, uh, leans on the side of fuck advertising kind of yeah. thing. Uh, so yeah, that's another one. Um, the yeah, there's millions. It it yeah, like like you were saying, it really takes me a lot to get into a podcast for me mm. to click on an episode because I've done it before where I've just looked at the charts, gone, all right, I'll try this one. Like, yeah, mm, not not for me. I think there's always been um, just to get off, so we're not just advertising other people for the next however long. Um, but I think for me to get into anything, 
is the kind of um, the the three three chapter rule, and this is this is pretty much across the board. This is like, um, you know, when I was younger for relationships or for like if I if I meet up with someone, kind of like third date vibe, or you know, you sleep together three times, you just have to like at that point, I'm like, right, we need to clear up the conversation about what do you want. What do I want? How are we sitting? And let's figure out if we want to continue with this or not. And not not to be like let's never see each other, but you know, do we do we want to keep moving towards a relationship at this stage? And it's same with like a podcast. I'll give it three apps, and if it hasn't sort of caught my attention there, I just think okay, that's where I'm willing to quit. In a book, the same thing. You've got three chapters because I think if you do it on the first, it's, it's too much of a like knee jerk reaction. Like you, you're not really you got to give people the patience to set up the characters, introduce themselves and give you a good concept of what's going to happen. Second, you know, I'll be less lenient, but it's like, okay, it's time to get the story going. And by the third, you, you've got an idea of where you're heading. And if least. you're, this is the first episode you're listening to, listen to the Nasubi episode next because that's uh, my personal favorite is it? so far. Yeah. I, I still haven't listened back to it yet. So, but yeah, maybe I'll be one of those as well. Okay. So what do you, what do you hope for this podcast in the future? Um, may not like, I'd love to keep doing it. I think yeah. I, I sent you a, like a little bit of a, an emotional text recently. Ah, uh, yeah, I was in bed. I was like, it was very emotional. Like, ah, I just cannot deal with. I was this just right trying now. to give you appreciation and love, man. Yeah. And then you said you'd text me back, and then you didn't. My so, bad. My bad. No, no, no it's okay. I, I really, it's I really appreciated it though. I was just like, I had only had like three hours sleep. The I don't night have before. the energy. No, and I, yeah. and you know, like again, like you don't have to because because I understand it. I know, I know that you you are loving this as well, and for the same reasons again, man. Like, like this has just been a blast for me. It's it's a great excuse to catch up um, and see, you know, a best mate from your childhood and actually get to spend time together um, a lot. And and again, like I've been uh, quite a flaky procrastinator in the past and haven't shown up to a lot of like group events and things like that where everyone goes out and I just don't know why. I just kind of flake out. I get anxious about changing my mind and then I. I just go on a bit of a roll and then go, well, I just can't go and I'm embarrassed about it. And then I fucking like, it's a total fuck up. But this is like, again, talking about why procrastination gets you in trouble because it just, it just builds anxiety and stress as well. But, um, this has been a brilliant motivation to, to put all that shit aside and we don't have to have that anxiety of being like, Oh, I didn't show up to the last thing, but we just get into it. We catch up, we talk to each other for five, 10 minutes, have a quick beer sit down and just chat and and also work on something creative together um you know wherever this goes it really you know it doesn't matter to me i'm just having a blast um and yeah i appreciate you giving me the call to get on board yeah oh that's that's very nice thank you josh you're welcome daniel um uh, sorry what was it you're welcome co- co- cosmic uh cosmic architect of procrastination yeah well thank thank him too i completely forgot what i said at the start <laughs> yeah, of, of this episode um yeah uh, and what about you how, how have you felt that it's gone and, and not only on you know i'll, I'll do the sappy shit because that's what i always do but on a, on a on a personal and professional and uh technical level how do you think you've gone and how's, uh, it, how's it been i think we're doing really well from first episode to last episode like i said where we've improved a lot i think we'll only continue to improve uh basically i was reading an article the other day about a thousand true fans which is if you're working in a creative field uh the internet has allowed like you know every answer for this kind of thing uh sent from 20 years ago 
till now is the internet changed everything. So if you can reach a thousand true fans, what that mean is means is if you're a creator, you're putting things out, you like this podcast. Uh, if we started doing merch, like just say two years from now, we've got a thousand listeners. If we start putting out merch, every one of those listeners buys everything we put out, like every they piece of in. merch they get. So you get that. And then of course, that's like, they're the thousand true fans. And, and then there's another circle of uh, people who like, listen, sometimes they might buy a t-shirt. Uh, they may go to a live show or whatever you produce that they're interested in, but not necessarily going to participate in. Yep. Um, basically, I'm looking for that in my life is a thousand true fans or, or that's the like just a livable uh, wage of creating podcasts. And, a thousand true only fans. Yeah. That's much different. That's oh, uh, you'd, be, you'd be making bank. At that that, that's part of our media strategy for the future. Yeah, just, but we'll open one up. Just me putting flies, flies in the my butthole. <laughs> butthole. We'll make them big Aussie blowflies too, so don't yeah. worry about it. Um, yeah, so that's basically that's basically it. I've, I've had fun. Even if, let's say, we get no listeners, like the, maybe 50 listeners all up, we appreciate you listening if you're one of them. Hell yeah. Well, you definitely are. How would you know <laughs> that you were? It, For those of you that aren't listening right now, fuck you. How yeah. about that? Uh, what a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you're the brains and I'm the heart, it feels like the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'd like to continue that in the future. I'm having a good time doing this. And yeah, uh, Hell yeah I appreciate you listening. So if you're unaware, we've done 10 episodes. I'm going to release them. Happy 10 episodes. All, all at once. And then from there, we'll be doing one every week. Um, so yeah, th- thanks for listening if you are listening. And thanks to Josh for being a part of it. Um, Absolute pleasure. So that's the end of this episode, ending on a sappy, positive note. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening. Stay busy, get your work done, and hit us up next week. Ta ta.